there's a podcast I listen to, a movie podcast called Blank Check. The Blank Check. And they their intros, they always do this thing where they'll say like a quote from the movie they're covering, but they'll change one word to Ooh. podcast. Oh. Anyways, welcome to a whole new pod. Oh. The podcast that tries even less hard on their intros. I'm your host, Lucas Melby. And I'm Jacob Telejohn. And as you can tell by our very obvious name, this is the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. Always be decoming. Always and be. Praise be. They, the decoms, they keep coming. <laughs> we keep. But is today's movie actually a decom? Hmm. We mm, might have. No, indeed. we won't. But we hypothetically could have some audience members going, mm, actually. No, actually. So to get out ahead of the. The haters. So many haters hounding us. Mostly uh, about not uploading the full movies to YouTube. Even I had to ask Lucas today about this one. Well, it's because Jacob sometimes, most of the time actually, doesn't even look up what movie we're doing. But, but today I did. when I pick him up. And I asked him because Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, today's lovely film, is in fact the first Disney Channel original movie to be released on home media, like DVD. And Blu-ray, actually. Wow. Because it was a 2011 movie. Wow. So it was released about a month before it debuted on Disney Channel. But it debuted with the Disney Channel original movie branding to it. Yes. So that, you know, that's all that that matters. That's that's all all that matters. I mean, it gives us another episode. And, you know. And we're so thankful. Yeah. Really, it's all about whether the Wikipedia list of all the Disney Channel original movies includes it. That's what I just go by. True, true. But it does have an interesting asterisk next to it. Yes. Which makes me wonder if that was always the original plans or if they, like, released it. And because this movie came out in 2011, High School Musical 3, the one that went to theaters that we haven't actually watched. Yeah. Don't know how much it really plays into this movie. That came out in 2008. So they kind of waited a bit before trying to get back in on the high school musical pizzazz the, the obsession the ip they wanted to yeah, stretch that about, ip we're out all about talking about ip there's, there's something about property. modern day movie fandom that's just exhausting it's right? ruined it's talking ruined. about ips it's who owns movies. what it's ruined cinema and people people too many people know the what the word cinematography is yeah. and you want to know something I'm not saying I know what cinematography is. So that's why I say, like, sometimes I probably shouldn't say it. But a lot of people definitely don't know what cinematography is. No. And they're just throwing it around. Too many people on YouTube. Not us, though. Definitely not the us. movies nowadays Thinking that are we know what, what goes into films, how that works. Shit. The democratization of film criticism. People just throwing around cinematography. People don't know movies anymore. They don't know. Screenplays. Nobody knows. Oh, the, the, the script for this. This was crap. What do you mean? You just saying you don't like the dialogue? Oh, the performances. The performances are really strong. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about here. <laughs> uh, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. I, yeah, I don't know why this came out in 2011. Maybe they released it on physical media and they're like, oh, this didn't sell as well as, as we thought it would. So let's just double dip and so release it on TV. Before the High School Musical, Musical, the Musical, the Musical, the series, was this the last piece of High School Musical related IP? Probably. I think there was like a reunion special somewhere in Ah. there in the probably would have been 2016 uh, and led to Trump being elected, actually. (laughs) I I mean, that I believe. This is just weird because we looked up Ashley Tisdale 
did not really go on to no. be as big of a star as even not like Zac, a, a, Zac Zac someone Efron, in this movie went on to be a bigger star than her. You could Zac argue. Efron's probably the biggest star of yeah. the original cast, but even yeah. like Vanessa Hudgens has kind of been. She's just doing like Netflix Christmas but movies. She's and still stuff. working, man. She's still, still she's working more than yeah. Ashley Tisdale, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's why they like. Hey, Ashley, you ain't got anything going on. Let's make a movie about Sharpay because God. this is weird. This is even weirder than making a movie like Finding Dory. But you yeah. definitely this movie plays out Stretching in a similar way IP, where it's like this is a fun side character. Yeah. But let's give them their whole movie, which really is predictive of what Disney's become, where they're like, you want to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, no, not really. What about Hawkeye? Oh, well, definitely not. Heck yeah. Loki? Eh, actually, you know what? I might watch that. So that's why they're like, oh, Sharpay, potentially as much of a villain as the original High School Musical movies had. She was the villain at times. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, she's the Loki of those. Everybody loves Sharpay, right? Uh, I don't know if she has enough to support a whole movie about her. Though. Yeah, I mean, her, her character in general just isn't, she was always kind of like, Stuck up in like high school musical movies. She works as a side character, somebody yeah. who's in a minor. Is it's like her and Mrs. Darvis are the villains of the original. Yeah, movie. yeah. But the arc of her in both the first and second movie is like, oh, she's annoying. She's against uh, Troy and Gabriella. Yeah. But then, oh, we kind of get a little bit of a, a turnaround at the end where we feel bad for her, and she gets brought into the fold of the full group vinyl music number. So we like Sharpay in the end, but do we want a whole movie about her? I and after not. having watched this, I would say, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Uh... Can somebody retroactively edit the decom list on Wikipedia so that we don't actually watch this movie? But I think that's as much of a, a lead in as I really want to give this movie. So let's just get right into it. And. It does start out the way I want a lot of these movies to start out. With, where with song. We get a song right song away. Song and dance. and The song is Gonna Shine. Yes. Just about every mo- song in this movie is Ashley Tisdale, though. Which is fine. She's a good singer, but it doesn't... Is it, though? We don't get a lot of variety, then. I would say there's more songs sung in the movie not her than her singing. We'll get into it. Yes. So, this is being performed, I guess, maybe at, like, the the country club from High School Musical 2, potentially, yeah. at a fashion show, maybe? The context isn't really clear, and it's made less clear, because the whole time we're like, wait, is she, is this a dream, or is this in her head, where everybody thinks she's really great at singing, and they're, like, applauding her at the end? Because it's one of those things where High School Musical always would have the songs where it's like people were actually singing versus it was maybe more of their mental singing. Yeah. And sometimes when Sharpay would sing, it would be kind of like, actually, she's maybe not the best singer or she's just really obnoxious and annoying when she sings. But this, everybody does love her. We see her parents come up to her after the performance. They're not all the audience loves, though. No. I assume her parents, who appeared in High School Musical 2, are the same. I didn't care enough to look up whether they were in High School Musical 2. Maybe they're also in High School Musical 3. I'll never know. We'll never know. And you can't, if you write in, which you won't, nobody will. But if you wrote in and tried to tell me, I would not read it. And if I did, I'd block it out forever. Oh, my God. But somebody else approaches her at the end of the show, who is a casting director from New York City. Wow. Uh, the Big Apple. And he says, 
I, I don't remember exactly what he says, but knowing that this is a perfect movie, he must uh, say it in a, a leading way to make Sharpay think he wants her to come and be in True. a show of his. But does he really? Well, who cares? Because we'll get a little bit of Sharpay shenanigans before we get to the Big Apple. I do appreciate that. If anybody, if you're going to go on a big adventure, it's got to be to New York City. Naturally. Home Alone 2, going to New York City. The Muppets taking Manhattan. Wow. Jason also taking Manhattan. Wow. A lot of... Uh, babe, big pig, uh, in pig in the city. Wow. I assume that's New York. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie ever or at least in Probably. a while. Or maybe Chicago. But her dad immediately is like, no, I don't want you to go to the city. Because she wants to make it as an actress or a singer. Which it's like, isn't that what like the rich daughter always tries to do? Is her dad supports her on her her unrealistic dream of becoming an actress in the city? At, at some point, though, her papa wants her to give a, a like work PowerPoint even. presentation. Well, yeah, <laughs> to prove it, and, and if everything goes array, her fallback is she can just have a nice cushy job working at the country club. And she with can't. Her dad. She, she can't really say work. She has trouble saying work. Oh, I thought you had trouble saying work. <laughs> no. Maybe. You don't got to go to work, but you got to go to work. Isn't that the, the Fifth Harmony song? Oh, oh It means okay. sex. Oh. Cake by the ocean. <laughs> so she has some song. friends, though, who I believe uh, did not appear in any of the High School Musical movies. And really, Sharpay is the only person from any of the High School Musical movies that shows up, which is disappointing. I would have loved if Zeke showed up. Or that other guy who showed up largely in High School Musical 2 and were like, wait, who is this guy? Why are they pushing him so hard? But she works with these girls to be like, hey, dad, I can't be responsible and get this whole trip planned out even without your approval. And she gives this not PowerPoint presentation, but she's got easels with pictures and stuff. And she's pointing at her three step plan. Step one, blah, blah, blah. Step two blah, blah, blah. equals profit or whatever. Yes. And the dad says, mm, I don't know. But the mom's like, like, I, got I know my, my friend's son lives there. They can hang out or whatever. Sure, hang out. And then the dad's like, okay, I'll let you go. But I'll give an arbitrary cutoff of you have one month to make it one big. Month. But I'll still set you up in like nice digs and everything. So a penthouse, the whole nine yards. On the way to New York City. <laughs> she goes to a hotel. Does A Sweet Life of Zack and Cody take place in New York? They should have done something fun with that. But this movie... Probably. Oftentimes chooses to not do anything fun ever. But she goes to this hotel. She has a penthouse rented out that doesn't really seem to look like a penthouse for a hotel. Which maybe makes sense because she is there for about 30 seconds. But the hotel manager sees that she has her dog, Boy, spelled B-O-I. B-O-I, yes. Put respect on his name. Who I feel like Sharpay, because she's very much cut from like a Paris Hilton caricature, had dogs in some of the other movies. But yeah. I was maybe he's big in like High School Musical 3, but I don't remember Boy ever at least being no, name dropped. I, I, yeah. uh, I was going to say, though, too, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was set in Boston. Boston? Because it's, it's based, it's a parody of the Hilton Hotel, which is in Boston. Well, there's Hilton hotels in every. Like, I, I, I'm there's just, a Hilton it's, it's, it's in, in Minneapolis. Boston. It's it's in Boston. I I don't know. Uh okay. My my world is just shattered <laughs> now. So the hotel manager sees that she has a dog, and Sharpay is like, "Well, it must be fine because I'm Sharpay and everything is cool." But it's not fine, and she gets kicked to the curb with all of her 
ping Lu- uh luggage luggage yeah she's stacked up sitting there and some creepo with a camera is coming up and he's like yeah, yeah. your misery i'm all into what this. a creep this is love interest and friend of sharpay's mom friend of the pod or, yeah friend of the pod friend of the, <laughs> the mother's daughters peyton, peyton leverett played by <laughs> damon leverett I don't know if I need to cut that or not. Played by Austin Butler. Austin Butler, who... Elvis Presley is in this movie. Jacob was good to catch that he is the star of Basil Luhrmann's Elvis. Now streaming on HBO Max. He's in a couple other movies, too. What? Get out of town. He's he's had... He he was the one that I I mentioned a little bit. He's had a better career than Ashley Tisdale. Apparently, he was in... He isn't even singing this. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, underneath cowboy hat and a mustache. So, can't blame me for not recognizing him. Tex Walker. Interestingly enough that he plays Elvis Presley, but he does not sing at all in this movie. No, a missed opportunity. But he is, at first, just filming her, but then eventually finds out, oh, you are my mom's friend's daughter, and I was actually supposed to come find you. Yes. And he takes her to his hotel, but not his hotel. He also has a hotel. No, his apartment building, where he apparently has has an an extra extra apartment. You know, well, it's hey, across uh, from his. That he can literally peek into her bedroom. We if maybe he wants should have to. had my brother who lives in New York on as a special guest to yes. fact check this. But I did travel there recently, and I'm pretty sure people be don't just have extra apartments. Very, it would have been very expensive. And I, I mean, to be honest, dear listener, wasn't paying the closest attention. That's, that's so fine. I was like, wait, why does he have two apartments? But it's really that he lets her have this extra apartment because she agrees to partake in his film because he's a film thing. student. Yeah. And he, it's just supposed he's supposed to tell a New York story, which is like, I don't know, does it technically count for Sharpay? Sure. Who just is there and she's yes. not originally from there? Whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter, really. And shit, I just remember right now. I had pop to bring up here. No, a whole oh. new pop later. Well, we can always pause and grab nope. it. Un- uh, unacceptable. God damn. I'll tell a story instead. Oh. Ooh. But I really wanted to try this pop. Oh. That's what, that's what Sharpay's Big Adventure does. A, big a Adventure. Bi- <laughs> a big letdown. Jacob kept calling it her Big Adventure too. <laughs> <laughs> My big fat Sharpay's Adventure. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. So she gets this apartment, but it's, in her eyes, kind of dumpy, and it is a little rundown. They made it look bad, but then they, like, really kind of, like, it's pimp got it got an old fridge. Own. She has a Murphy bed, which yeah, is the bed like that the folds fridge into and, like, the, the oven looks like they're from, like, the 50s. Looks like some serial killer shit. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, first, he takes her to an empty stage theater. Yes, as her close her eyes and, and walk out on the stage and tell some guy to turn the lights on, pull the lever cronk. She's moved by the space. It's just massive. She's on like the middle of a Broadway stage and she can see just all the empty seats. And Peyton gives her some kind of spiel. I don't remember what he said. Elvis gives her a spiel. It renews her motivation in that she's excited to try because she was going to give up on New York because she got kicked out of the hotel. But now she's going to try again. I I, I was a big fan of the theater. I thought I thought it was a a cool looking theater. Sure. I'm a fan. I approve. Cut to. We get a New York montage where she's hopping all over the place, set to a cover of Walking on Sunshine by Allie and AJ, randomly. They're still kicking around in 2011, or at least their music is. Darn tootin'. 
the montage is somewhat real to life or fair depiction of New York City because there is one segment where she's just walking by a bunch of garbage cans on the side of the street and then her dog gets scared by a cockroach and she also gets scared by a cockroach or something. And I'm like, eh, that's that's accurate to my experience of New York City, which, hey, I'm not going to be a Fox News host and be like, New York City's a, it's a criminal wasteland. It's, yeah. it's horrible. It's just like it's we- a big city. It's got a lot of people. Uh, so it's just, you know, you can't manage it perfectly. should say that the stage that she is on is at the uh, Radio City Music Hall. No, we shouldn't say. It is. That's We're actually going to pause the episode here now and just end it. Oh Not for God. pop or anything. It's just over. It's over. The end. Well, that's less interesting then than, I don't know. They Obviously, this nobody film student wouldn't have connections to the actual Radio City Music Hall yeah. to, like, bring her on there. I feel deceived. Or maybe, or is it is the trivia saying it's the first one that they go to, or is it the second well, one? Well, Peyton that... sees Sharpay in distress. He brings okay. her to the stage right. of the Radio City Music Hall, which makes her feel much better. All right. Well, I'm walking on sunshine now, <laughs> and it's starting to feel good. Ooh. This movie, though, not so much. Um. Oh, yeah, she just uh dies inside of her Murphy bed. <laughs> This is after they brought all this pink stuff. They've made him, Austin Butler, paint her entire... Yeah, it's unclear how much time has passed, but presumably at least more than one day. But the the montage ends with her apartment completely made over in pink and Sharpay pictures. She's bought a lot of stuff, too. Like, it's it's not just like stuff that was in her luggage. She's like filled this whole. The the comic cherry on top is that the Murphy bed closes with her in it, and she's yelling for help. And the dog's dog's just like, like, huh? And then cut to the next day. How did she get out? She probably should have died. It's not explained. She's dead. So maybe this is all like a fever dream, kind of like, you know, uh, Maverick, the new Maverick movie. Remember in the the beginning how he crashes and dies? Top Gun. Have you seen it? I I did, but I don't remember that happening. In the very beginning, he tries to go to Mach 10. And his, uh, his plane explodes. Oh, but it's not a dream. Well, that, that's a theory that's out there. Oh, that stuff's so fucking stupid. <laughs> no wonder I was like, uh, I know my movie, my memory can be somewhat bad. He's but dead the for whole it to time. Be worse than Jacob's. He's is, dead the whole time. Whatever. Fuck, fuck internet <laughs> fan theories, man. Uh, anyways, she meets up so with the casting the director. And this is where we yes. find out that the casting director wasn't actually interested in Sharpay Just for his the show. Doggy. It was for the dog boy who popped up somewhere in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I, I didn't really like that whole how they explain that. How yeah, we only no, like the dog. because then it kind of turns into some weird like Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It is type there, movie. There is a lot of just. Moments where just dogs are on the screen from here on out. Like a lot of dogs. Too many dogs. So many dogs. But you know what? They're all going to have. <laughs> oh, God, I love that movie. It makes me cry. Uh, anyway, Sharpay's maybe not going to heaven, though. And oh, she wow. storms out because she's like, I don't give a shit about my dog. But then Peyton catches up with her, and she kind of eventually changes her mind and being like, well, if I have a famous dog, people will think I'm cool. So, you know what? I'll just kind of coast off of this dog. Which also, I think that maybe it's happened, but I think the premise of a dog being in a Broadway show seems like it's fraught with potential problems to happen. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. So she goes back in, and it's very odd that they're like, oh, do you 
Like, she sings the song yes. for the dog to, like, yes. dance around to. Boy, uh, you're my... Uh, what's, what was the name of this? Uh, my Boy, my and, boy me. and Me. You Though my, it me is stylized boy. as B-O-I even in my the... My Boy the... and Me. And it's a fun little yeah. musical. It's yeah, very... We, it's we more like, like uh, peppy. Yes. I thought it kind of reminded me of Popular me from The Wicked Musical, oh, okay. which is one of the only musicals I really have a... Besides Disney yeah. stuff, like a touchstone for, because I did yeah. see it in New York wow. City, not recently, Look but when I went in eighth grade, it wasn't like the original cast or anything though. And the directors really like Boy, very much so. That's the best audition we've ever had. But there's one more audition with uh, Roger, Roger Elliot the third, something like that, something like that, and his dog Countess, Countess. Countess. Who you can understand is a girl based on her name. So this is something that... King Charles Spaniel. Yes. Where we should say boy is a little terrier so of some kind. We have, we have a friend a that might be listening dog. to this. Shout out Dustin Lavac, who's been on the pod. Oh, I would hope pod. Dustin listens to it. And um, so... For the Dustin fans out there. Yes. The real Dustin, Dustin heads in the audience. Dustin and his wife have a dog named Tater, who looks like... Dustin, right boy. in whatever breed of tater is. Yes. That's who boy is. Yes. And we have another friend, Jake. <laughs> who has who, a dog named a, Addie. Who maybe occasionally listens to the podcast. Has a cocker span. The dog, not Jake. Correct. The dog looks like Jake. No. <laughs> the dog is a King Charles Jake, Jake's Spaniel. been on the pod, hasn't he, once? No, we almost <laughs> had him, but then there was a horrible <laughs> snowstorm. That's also, right. maybe conflicted with his Pokemon tournament Shit. he was going to be in. But yes, Countess is a King Charles Spaniel. Yes. Kind of orangish tannish brown looks like spots his dog. and white which looks a lot like so jake's dog jake's dog versus dustin's dog and they're gonna fuck yeah well jake's fiance might be into that actually oh my i would not though oh my <laughs> just gonna make that clear <laughs> yeah i'm yikes. not into dog fucking <laughs> uh, moving on so then we get the exact same song that sharpay performed but now it's sung me by and my Roger. girl but it's my girl and me and me but this kid, who is, is like singing. 12, he's, belting it. he's, he's a, a super snobby, he's like a Sharpay, like a yeah. little male Sharpay. Yes. It's not his actual singing voice, it's somebody else dubbed over him. Sad. But it's still, it's a fun song. Yeah, it's, it's a good Whichever song. Whichever version it is, it's maybe just a bit much to get the same thing back to back, when we haven't even really gotten that much music in this song. So yeah, My Girl and Me, this is the one that you had seen, where it says, performed by Sean Molko in the movie Bradley Stephen, Perry Lips. I'm glad you really uh, enunciated that P right there. Lips. I know you like it. That was for you. I mean, I I do actually have to listen to it, and that's why I don't like it. But <laughs> I don't think uh, traditionally people don't like pops on their their audio formats. So the the directors, they love this performance, and they're basically saying the exact same stuff to him as they did to Sharpay in... Uh, Got too many dog names. I'm like, Addy, Tater, uh, Sharpay, and Boy. Countess and Boy. So they can't really decide who the dog should be. So they decided to basically do the whole show, practice for the entire show, just well, mixing the Well, the person who two. kind of decides this is the star of the musical, the musical being called Girl's Best Friend or something yes. like that. And the star is Amber Lee who comes out and says she liked both dogs. So, and, so they're going to rehearse with both dogs and eventually decide later. So what do you think her reasoning at this point was to say that she liked both dogs? Because at first she's supposed to seem very aloof and stupid, 
But as the movie goes along, she comes off as like a sociopath where she doesn't understand parts of the play that are funny. She doesn't understand why they're funny. People are laughing at her. It's very She doesn't like dogs. She doesn't like basically any other person. No, she's she's a real like, yeah, very unlikable person. And as the movie goes along, it becomes extra clear. And then the movie makes sure we fully understand that Amber is kind of like the Sharpay of yeah. this movie yeah no 100 percent. like where like, sharpay is a little more toned down as she's existing in the real world that's what i was kind of asking of lucas like show is, business do people generally not like her in high school musical like is she just not, no like, I, I think we like we're wrestling fans the bad guys in wrestling are called heels, heels. there's heels that you she's love a to hate heel. yeah you appreciate how good they are at being annoying and I think Sharpay is one of those. Fits into that but when category. she's the main character, she has like all of the music yeah. numbers. You just get overexposed on Sharpay. And I think yeah. that was really a miscalculation by them that people like Sharpay that much. Yeah. Especially in a role that we're supposed to be there's still there's still right? her being, you know, out of touch, but quickly the movie kind of puts her more in a sympathetic, relatable role. Yeah. That's just it's it's not a, well, it's kind of a bad movie, but it's mostly just like a boring movie. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs. dogs really, just two dogs, though. but there's a lot of focus on the dogs. <laughs> yes, a lot of the dogs. That kind of sets into play a lot of stuff. This is the section of the movie where I took the least notes. I did want to shout out a really dumb quote that Peyton said about, I don't know, it's supposed to motivate Sharpay to try to become famous and not lose her dream. God only got one book published, and look how good it did. Which Man. is like, God is God, and he didn't really publish the book. I don't know. Something about that quote just made me mad, and at this point right now, I don't really remember what it is. My other note is that there's lots of horny dog shots, because the dogs see each other. They're always like licking on each other. And we get you know well, romantic music, focus on them, cuts back and there forth. There are two to three moments during this movie where they do yes cutbacks between boy you know and real Countess, lady and the tramp type where, shit. like it's like they show one looking in love I and mean, the whole puppy eyes thing and then back to the other 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 it's like it's like five six seven times and they do this like two or three at times throughout the movie where they're really focusing on this dog loving in a way it's one of the more fun things about the movie but i don't it's like hey i love the lion king but can you feel the love tonight Sometimes it just makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't Ooh. want to think, you know, I don't want to look at these uh, animals in like Simba, a sexy light. Simba and, you know, and Nala getting Nala, it on. I'm like, you make me feel stuff I'm not comfortable Ooh. feeling. <laughs> all the single furries. Ooh, all the single furries. All the single furries. Then Which they get into up. some like rival dog owner shenanigans. Yeah, where like. Sharpay, it's, Roger. It's the younger kid that starts it all. Yeah, he like rubs raw chicken on some shoes of the actress so that boy licks on it and yeah. it freaks the actress out so then she does something with a whistle a dog to freak whistle. out countess and then, and then Roger he has a cat just brings a cat and it's like well that's not a secret they're gonna like figure out that there's just a cat here how does she get back to him on that one uh she pulls a gun on him <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she does something else i think that kind of ends this current sequence because oh, okay. you know rule of three. Oh, but it's not like the end of no, no 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 they, they definitely feud other. throughout the rest of the movie and i've never seen beverly hills chihuahua sharp shout out sharp sharp out sharp is that paris out. hilton uh no it's uh, a chihuahua based on <laughs> 
based on Paris Hilton, is it uh, Reese Witherspoon or something? Maybe. That sounds right. Uh, whatever the case is, I was just going to say shout out to Jake, our friend who I know has seen the Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. Maybe even some of the sequels. Whatever the case, I didn't like. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Sure, that fits. Uh, she has a video call with her dad using the, the computer client video Skype. chat. Skype. No, I think uh, it says at the corner, like oh. video call or video chat, oh, not God. Skype. We do see some smartphones in this, and Twitter is actually mentioned, maybe for the first time wow. in a decom. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 because they're they're both following, uh, I can't remember, the, the whatever the actress's name is in the movie. This movie's, if we if this movie, if my recap gets short enough, I might go get the pop. Amberly Adams. <laughs> I might get the pop. <laughs> get the pop. Dreams might come true. Amberly Adams, they both follow her on Twitter. Uh, so, they're addicted to sweets. She has this chat with her dad, and this is where we find out that time has progressed and that there's only two weeks left of this month. So, yes. For this scene, though, they had to go to the her, her buddies, to Austin Butler's. Cares. They had to go to Austin Butler's room because she, she got kicked out. She fakes that she's still in the penthouse, yes. which I feel like the dad would figure out and be like. He says, no, he says, I'm saying, what a beautiful view. I just where mean, like, is the you? hotel still charging him for the room that oh, she's true. not staying in? Oh, I feel like he should be able to figure it out. But I mean, she, she's racking up charges. But he's maybe charges. so rich, he just doesn't care about she's his finances. She's racking up charges at the pink store, you know. All right. So then we had talked about how Amber, the star of the show, is a huge bitch, yes. and she has an assistant who she's running into the ground, and she fires this assistant. So Sharpay steps in to try to uh, become friends, warm up to Amber to try to influence her picking boy for the show. And this is where we're really supposed to feel sympathetic and relate to Sharpay, because uh, Amber's completely horrible to Sharpay. She's calling her early in the morning. She's making yes. eventually her do like her house cleaning because her maid also. Clean. And you always see her. We as viewers, we always see her kind of laughing at her. You know, kind of like having like these faces of like, haha. You know, like I, I'm making you do this. And crap. she always ends it though being like, oh, I'm feeling really good about boy. So yeah. that Sharpay just is to still... keep leading her on and leading her on. And, and, and there's multiple points too where she kind of just starts saying like, oh, you know, like you're a real friend. You're just such a great friend. You know, mm. you're doing all these things to me. So she's really just kind of. I pay all my friends, along. actually. <laughs> Except Jacob. That's why I hate him so much. Yeah, she's not even getting paid to do all this shit. Like, she's not even like She actually, yeah, does do it for free. It's just because she thinks she'll get. It's collusion to get boy picked. Some more dog sabotage. I don't actually remember what it is. But what's important here is that uh, boy and countess run away together. And very Lady in the Tramp style stuff where then they're searching we for them. We see them on the city. They're out New on York the city. city. And this is a, a romantic dog montage set to very much Baby so. by Justin Bieber. But it's a cover by Lucas Graybeal, if I'm saying his name correctly, who plays Sharpay's brother Ryan yes. in the High School Musical movies, who is not in this movie, which seems crazy because they are basically a pair in at least the first two High School Musical movies. And what I was led to believe separated the physical media release of this movie with the Disney Channel original movie release was that the Disney Channel version had in the credits Lucas Graybill showing up and singing this song and then also maybe Fabulous with Ashley Tisdale. But the version on Disney Plus did not have that. So that actually happens? Maybe I'm just reading like the blurb oh, or whatever weird. wrong, but then I'm like, well, maybe we didn't even technically watch the Disney Channel original movie version one, and I was excited oh, to see wow. Ryan the whole time, 
and we just get his voice that you would only know is him because you'd be like, well, this obviously isn't Justin Bieber. For the songs list, they have Lucas Grabia listed six times. Well, so He's in it, six of the... But it, some of that, the bonus yeah, yeah, CD, yeah, yeah, which yeah. apparently was not released in the Brazilian US. Brazilian bonus tracks. <laughs> yeah. And those... So he's in two. He's in Fabulous and A lot of those are just songs from, like, High School Musical 1 and 2. It's got Fabulous. It's got their weird, like, Hawaiian, like, song. I want it all. Fabulous. One. You are the music yeah. in me. Humma, 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 humma. Kawapa, wah, wah, wah. Exactly. Bop to the we top. We all remember. Bop to the top was in this. We didn't get to listen to it. And what I've been looking for. Well, we, we wow. heard it. In uh, High School Musical. <laughs> whichever one that one was yes. in. So, wow. disappointing. Uh, this scene, I don't know, it's kind of fun if you're a real pervert who likes Ooh. dogs yeah, running through yeah, sprinklers. Yeah, they're originally and... sitting on trash, and then, yes, we see them walking and, like, kissing each other. They're just literally walking on the uh, New York street. There's people kind of walking by them. All tongue. Just so much tongue. Ooh, I mean, we do get a little bit of lip action later on. H- human lip action. Those dogs almost seem like they don't even like each other and we don't much. ever we don't even see them getting picked up off the street we don't even see penetration oh fuck <laughs> fuck yeah so the scene just ends and sharpay and roger are like shit we couldn't find the dogs <laughs> and then peyton just walks around the corner being like all saves the day i found, found them. them they, came they back were to at the, the apartment, apartment i guess fun fact uh is it are you sure <laughs> fun fact sharpay's dog boy its real name is a girl. Is Manly Ortega? That's that is Manly you know parentheses what? little pickles Ortega. That well, the pickles <laughs> the pickles lost me there. Manly Ortega, that's a fun fact. Manly pickles Ortega, no. Manly I'm little just, pickles, little pickles that's Ortega. Antifun. <laughs> Antifa. Oh, Antifa fun. Oh, Antifa, they're so anti-fun. Oh. So, all right, this is, I don't know, really making her like Peyton more because, again, he's supposed to be the love interest. But then something happens because it's like two thirds of the way through the movie where Sharpay gets mad at Peyton. I think it's because Peyton sees her giving up on her dream. And then she's like, well, I'm not going to be in your fucking movie anymore because he's been filming her. Yeah, like, well, yeah, she's really she has a lot of emotions going through her. You know, it's drama for drama's sake. Don't well, worry. They'll literally make up in the next scene they have together. She's being bullied by... She's just miserable. Amberly Adams. Her dog just went missing for a while. She's having a lot of ups and downs, ups and ups and downs. And this all ends... Ins and outs. This dark middle chapter or whatever ends with Sharpay overhearing Amber talking to the directors in her dressing room that she's trying to get the dog completely cut out of the script Yeah, this because is, she hates the dog so much. She's like really torn up at this point. She's but it's because she also lays into Sharpay being like, yeah. I got one of them to clean my, my slave. Toilet bowl. She's just like a nasty fan. I hate my fans. Yeah. And she's just like one of them. She's a freak. She, so that's she, really what yeah. she feels bad like, about. She, she really goes Not off. Not so like much the dog. She's yeah. really a, a CU... And then I just say, a Peyton Sharpay, they make up in their next scene. Everything's fine. Yeah. He doesn't sing a song, though. No. And then Sharpay, knowing Wait. about Amber's really dark inner, her dark passenger. Has plots a plan. With Roger. To sabotage Ambly um, Adams. During the dress rehearsal. D- did we miss the point? Yes. I-, I wanted that. 100% I- we missed. <laughs> Whatever you're going to say we missed, we actually missed because I did not take very close I, notes. Yeah, I, I, there was one scene kind of, it was relatable to me because at one point, Amberly Adams is having Sharpay sign like uh, hundreds of, of headshots for her fans. So it's not really Amberly Adams signing the pictures. It's 
it's Ashley Tisdale's character signing the, the pictures. I'm like, oh, that hurts to see as a, a fan of a uh, collector of autographs. Okay, that's what I was waiting for because it's like, yes. not that Jacob's uh, signing lots of autographs himself. For no, my, oh, the pain. The pain of seeing that. Hey, man, if it has... If it has the certificate of authenticity, yeah, that's, that's all, that matters. all that matters. That's all that matters gives it that gives it that that money. But yeah, she she calls her over because she can't reach two extra inches to get like a purse. It's like one in the morning or something stupid. I think technically they're not connected moments. It's just separate just incidents. Bull, she, but it's, bullshit she's stuff she's having running, doing. Run ragged. Yeah, she's a bad person. She's a really bad we person. We hate her. So they set it up where this dress rehearsal, which is also filled with a bunch of her fans from the fan club of yes. Amberly, before the curtain comes up and she may be on a hot mic, which we do get a little bit of a funny uh, yeah, joke. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the hot. You're hot. Where she's delivering this mic from Amber because she doesn't want to drop it off. And she's saying like, oh, Amber says it is bad for her scalp. I don't know why that would be really affecting her scalp. But uh, I think she just has bad shampoo, and the tech guy's like, you're hot, to Ashley Tisdale. She's like, huh? She's like, excuse me? You're hot. And And he's like, she's got a hot mic. And then she walks away, and then he goes again, you're hot, and he laughs. That was funny. That was maybe the best part of the movie. It it was the best part of the movie. That was a good part. Uh, She's on a hot mic here, and they just send the dogs out to just kind of like play by her. her. But since she's such a psychopath and she hates dogs, put them down. They need to be put out of their misery. She's calling for the tech people, and she's like, I hate all these people. They don't want to see dogs. They only want to see me. 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 And I I, I said this. If this was filled with the audience of her fans, they wouldn't care if she freaking kicked one of those dogs across the stage. Stan culture is truly deranged. That's sad. Cancel culture doesn't happen if there are stands of you that literally don't care. It's like, hey, you know it's what? True. Michael Jackson, probably a bad guy, but you know what? Thrillers are, you a, okay? Thrillers are a pretty good song. Annie, are you okay? <laughs> Billie Jean is not my... Lover? Whatever the words are. Good song. Girl? Lover? <laughs> Something like not that. I love her. So that uh, I am the one. destroys her in the, the image of her fans. They're booing her. Yeah. And she... Tells the directors that, like, hey, fuck you, I quit. And she storms out. And they find yeah. out that. Uh, so the directors get mad at her, too. And they get and mad at Sharpay. Uh, yes, they fire Ashley Tisdale. She's gone. So that means Countess is in. Yeah. Roger says he'll quit. But well, she says no. Yes, Roger you says take if, it, you, Roger. if you go, I go. So then the next day, Sharpay yes. is packing up to leave. And yes. so apparently, dress rehearsal is completely canceled. Peyton well, it plays in. off because they can't afford... Well, keep... that hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, so Peyton, sorry, sorry, it's sorry. all very last minute. Yeah. So Peyton stops in and is like, oh, don't go. New York. Stuff can still happen. New York. New York. And she lets slip that this is technically the last day of the month that her dad gave her, but she still has eight hours to go. All right, well, let's go pick up my stuff from the theater for Boy. And she gets there, and we see the directors talking to the cast saying, I know it seems totally crazy that there wasn't an understudy for the lead actress of this Broadway musical, which is literally the practice that every musical has, but we don't have that. So this person, who maybe could have gotten sick, could have broken a leg at any moment, anything could have happened that could have caused this to be canceled. In this case, it was Sharpay, but yes, the the girl's best friend or whatever, canceled. Yeah. But wait! Peyton's not going to let it end like this. He pulls out his weird voyeuristic footage of Ashley Tisdale, yes. puts it on enter, his laptop. We enter the laptop screen on a zoom in. That we see at one point his shadow of him oh, standing filming her. Oh. But then it cuts back to a wide shot 
of the full oh, yes, stage yes, that yes. she's on that he's not in view he's at gone. all. And then there's multiple cameras cutting to Yeah, her. so, so it, like, it, we, we leave the parameters of the film. How Man on the Street is this documentary, really? Yeah. And she is singing a song from the musical, and the dog the is present name. for it, and she kind of shoes the dog yeah, away. Yeah, just doing nothing. The name of this song is New York's Best Kept Secret. Okay. And not exactly clear what even the story is of Girl's Best Friend. Yeah. One of the scenes is the dog bringing up a ticket to the main girl. Fabulous. Maybe to New York City. So maybe small town girl going to the big city in a way similar to Sharpay, but not that she's like a small town girl. Uh, Living in a lonely world. But really the lyrics of this song being New York's best kept secret. She, I believe at one point says, I'll do anything. Also sounds like Sharpay. Anything for love. Mostly this just sounds like a song for the movie rather than the musical within the movie. And it's not going to be the last one of these. No. It's a fine song. It's a little bit more uh, slow tempo, a little bit more emotional, ballad-like. I don't know if it really felt like it would fit into a musical One of my least favorite songs, I think, in the movie. Sure. I mean, it has Baby by Justin Bieber, which is sung by Lucas Gabriel. You know, my favorite character from Halloween Town High, so. True. And then the cast and the directors love her performance, and they're like, well, shit, if we knew you had all these parts down, we just put you in the show. So she accepts the lead, but on one condition, that Countess and Boy will split the parts of the dog separately. And they're like, fucking, I don't care. That sounds like a good practice we should have anyways. We shouldn't have one person only playing a single role. <laughs> That's going to yeah. get us in trouble again. Yeah. Then it's opening night. We see Sharpay's parents in the audience. The opening number of the play is called The Rest of My Life. And it has uh, a background. She comes out with the dog. She's in a nice dress. She's dancing around. The background is of city, maybe. Yeah. There's background dancers popping up. They're kind of doing, if you've seen musicals, Think like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, The Little Town, or Hairspray, Baltimore. You've seen these big ensemble numbers, though really nobody else is singing, but they're all dancing around her. So it looks like what a musical would do to open, but the song is called The Rest of My Life, and it really seems more like this is the song to end this movie. Spoiler alert, it is. But it doesn't feel like the song that no, would open I, this a, music. It was an odd set of circumstances there. I so was that may be annoyed. Because like High School Musical 1, it ends with a similar kind of momentous emotional song, but we don't actually see the musical. High School Musical 1 ends with the High School Musical. This movie ends with a musical. It's not even called High School Musical. It's not even called Charbet's Big Fat Greek Musical. Yeah. (laughs) It's just Charbet's Fabulous Adventure. And was it that fabulous? Well, we can give our final judgments here because that is the end of the movie. It cuts to the credits and much to my disappointment. And this version on Disney Plus, at least, did not have Lucas Graybeal pop up. No. Did you know who's also supposed to be in this? Vanessa uh, Hudgens. Yeah, but she a special had guest appearance. conflicts. Well, she was supposed to you know who's really show be up? in it. Originally, the anyone is going to be Samuel L. Jackson, who <laughs> popped up and says, Hey, Sharpay Evans. I've had it with these motherfucking dogs. I'm here to talk to you stage. about a little thing called uh, the High School Musical Initiative. English, motherfucker. Oh! Oh, no. No. Uh, I wouldn't have cared if Gabriella showed up. She's definitely not 
Really, I probably would have only cared if Ryan showed up. Yes, or he should have been in it. One of the minor. We don't characters. know if he was in it or not. We what about know. weird uh, glasses hat girl? Put her. Oh in the yeah, movie. piano player. I wouldn't have cared about Troy. I, like I wouldn't have cared about Gabriella. I wouldn't have cared about Corbin Blue. You know that this movie. Chad was this, that his name? You know this movie was originally supposed to be called High Stakes. It was called High Stakes. They promoted it as High Stakes during some Hannah Montana movie. But without any, like, High School Musical or Sharpay branding? They they showed, like, a trailer with Sharpay in it, but it was originally called High Stakes, not... Uh, yeah, yeah, just just High Stakes, not... Maybe, maybe not that's why Sharpay nobody watched it. I mean, not nobody, but it didn't have great ratings. And, and the film, it, it, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the working yeah? title okay. was Sharpay's <laughs> Fabulous Adventure, and then it was renamed to High Stakes. And then it changed back to Sharpay's mm. Fabulous Adventure. That, that is fitting for the High School Musical series where originally the working title was High School Musical. And then they're like, <laughs> the shit, musical. what it. else are we going to call like, this? It's it. fucking High School Musical. Yeah, I just think weird to put a whole movie on the shoulders of Sharpay. She's fun to hate, but like Finding Dory, I don't need uh, an entire movie. Yeah, she's kind of a one-note character. Not a lot of depth. Granted, half that movie is about dogs. And it feels hollow yes. shoving in more. Just, you can't make me like Sharpay in the way no. this movie wants me to like. The music was kind of lacking and in some cases just kind of yeah, samey sounding well, because it was all one singer where a lot of these other movies we have ensemble casts. We have lots of different styles. And not just, to mention literally back to back, we got the same song. Just Well, that was the best song of the movie, so that was a little okay. With boy me. and girl were inter- intermixed there. Not the worst movie More Lucas Gabriel singing and less Ashley Tisdale. But it, just, it was just boring, yeah. I feel. And I don't know. My letterbox review score, feeling like a one and a half star on Ouch. this. Wow. But probably really of the one and a half stars, because I think like the Twitch's movies are around there. Oh. This would still be in my list of like above all of those. I'd still watch it more before Twitch's or Twitch's 2. Yeah. I believe those movies are shorter than Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Hour and a half. It was probably hour and a half too long. We'll have to be happy with hour and a half movies, because yeah. those are going to be probably on the shorter oh, side. No. A lot of these we're getting soon. Jacob, any other final thoughts? Yeah, it was maybe... You probably could have cut out 10, 15 minutes of just, like, weird dog stuff. Well, then it wouldn't be technically a movie. No. (laughs) It might be a Disney Channel movie, because we've had, you know, Jenny Project at, like, 74 minutes. Yeah, cut out whatever you got to get down to 74 minutes. Put chimpanzee in it instead. Yeah, I I don't know. There was... There were a couple of good songs that we liked. Yeah, I don't know. Not one of my... And that couple not was my, the same song repeated two times. <laughs> yes. Just a, a, a below average movie. Not my like top 10 worst favorite movies or worst hated movies. Well, for you, that's kind <laughs> of the, at least based on your letterbox scores, which are all four stars yes. for any movie you've ever seen. Correct. It would be the worst favorite movies because all movies are apparently equal for yes. you. I, on my, my, my ultimate listing, though, it's, yeah, it's, it's meh. So that was Sharpay's fabulous big adventure. High stakes. Insert um, joke about our email account that wow. we don't got no joke. The joke is nobody writes us. Nobody. Here's the prompt of the week. Should we keep doing the show? <laughs> <laughs> is anybody listening? Can somebody right comment? In. Right in. If you want this, this pod is a to be saved. No, the next pod. movie is Phineas and Barb. We'll at least get through oh, that one. Yes. But we, we need, we need a, if you want the pod to keep going, we need a comment on our YouTube. 
But that uh, an email something. that email account is a whole new pod at gmail.com. And we didn't get any emails, but we did get one comment. Oh, shit. We're live. We're back, baby. Which was on our Cadet Kelly video. Oh, and this was actually very interesting oh. because this person said. Upload full film. And I don't know if it was always like when I read these, I'm just tired. But like sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but there's actually a part of this where I'm like, is this a bot? But no. Uh, so they said, can't believe that they took your relating to a psychopath out of the Disney Plus version. So apparently, I looked this up, and in Cadet Kelly, the very uh, lengthy scene that we enjoyed where Cadet Kelly and Christy Carlson Romano are doing their kind of like clap, weird oh, yes, dance yes, yes, at, yes. on the lawn at the school. Somebody called him a psychopath? No, the oh. original song for that was oh. You're Relating to a Psychopath or something like that, oh. which is a Macy Gray song, who oh. Macy Gray would have been more relevant at the time she was in the original uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. So probably oh. they just didn't want to license the music again. So it's not in the Disney Plus version. So I pulled that up and it's just like, I don't know, kind of jazzy, military sounding music. I don't really feel like either song fits particularly well, but it is, I'm sure, for fans like this one, uh, who her name was Ada, who made this comment. We're disappointed. Uh, and she also said, I also would love to see a sequel called Commandant Kelly, where she is in her stepfather's position. And then it just ends the comment. <laughs> it, has, uh, it goes at... Uh, dash 459 dash pound sign at uh close apostrophe there's just a bunch of weird shit where i'm like uh so it's like spam their keyboard i don't know is this the this the bot part so that was interesting and got me (laughs) googling because i'm like wait was there something changed because i kind of would have thought or maybe just nobody cares about it to like put in like imdb trivia or like the wikipedia page to be like the disney plus version replaced the music but then i was doing some other googling and came across a reddit post where i learned that the other me is not on Disney Plus anymore. Oh, fuck. Which seems weird that it was on and then taken off. That's, a, that's one of And our... we just referenced, I think in the last episode, the great cafeteria dance scene in yeah, the other me. With the boombox. And you can't watch it. So I wonder if there's others that we have since watched in. But I feel like I had for a while, like, Disney Plus always has, like, recommended for you and they'll pop up. Oh, the other me and i'll be like nice try disney i already watched that and i'm not gonna watch it again so i don't really know why that's the case but it's kind of a bummer there's always something with these streaming services like warner brothers and hbo max where they're like oh all of these cool animated shows or this batgirl movie uh we're just cutting those from our services and never releasing them because we're horrible corporations (laughs) before we forget But let us never remember first to talk about whether Sharpay Evans could have prevented Absolutely 9 not. <laughs> She's the reason it happened. She is, yeah, she is kind of the They wanted epitome, to eliminate The motivation like of her. what other countries it, hate about America. Yeah. But could the dogs? The dogs could have. Absolutely. They're so cute. That's the, it. Yeah. They, there's one moment where Sharpay says her dog's his eyes are dilated. Yeah, I don't know. You mean that, that he's horny? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, That's I don't what know, I just, got. Those words That's don't mean anything nasty, but just the way she said it. He had puppy dog eyes. She, does, eyes, yes. she it, follows that with puppy dog eyes. His eyes are dilated. Yeah, his, I don't know what that meant. His penis is telescoping. <laughs> his penis is touching my arm. So, yeah. You know what? This movie is not going not gonna to bring out a really in-depth, um, I don't know take on 9-11 
I'm, I'm recovering from the Queen's death. That was yeah. my... As somebody who lived through 9-11, this why, is still my why real Why couldn't we have at least been recording when that happened? A few days off. That would have been fun. <laughs> there was a great tweet, speaking of 9-11, where somebody was like, a second plane has hit Her oh Majesty. My, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Magic of podcast editing. And when we come back, we'll be getting some soda. Ooh. Oh, God, what is this? What the fuck? Dream World. I haven't heard of that. So this way also led it to be a surprise for Jacob. It's as not I'm out of shape. a 7-Up or a it's Mountain Dew. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Wild oh, new product. No. And I'm out of breath running upstairs and I actually dropped. We each have a little baby can. Did you drop mine? No, I took the one. Though I learned, or at least they showed on... One of the final episodes of Better Call Saul that Howard Hamlin... Do you need a minute to, like, collect yourself? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and I've actually been trying to exercise more. But, yes, we have Coca-Cola Dream World. I haven't heard of this. Or it's just called Dream Flavored. So Coca-Cola, they've been uh, going insane with some of their flavors. They somewhat recently had Coca-Cola Starlight. Which I tried. I've heard of that one. I I don't really remember what it tasted like. That's like supposed to taste like schmores, right? Some people did say it tasted like graham crackers. I haven't seen what people say this one tastes like. I think they also had one that was like 8-bit Coca-Cola or like cyber Coca-Cola. Hicky. I don't know, but yeah, we each have a little baby-sized 7.5 fluid ounce can. Let's see if this explodes on me. So real ASMR quality here. Ooh. Does it smell good? A little little fruity. Uh, Ooh. Coca-Cola, they, at my grocery store, they used to sell, but then they stopped selling. Oh. They had, like, nice glass bottle Coca-Colas that had, like, more specialty flavors. They had a raspberry one. Wasn't very good, but they had a Georgia peach Coca-Cola, and that was fantastic. So this is giving me a little peachy, is, like, kind of peach rings peach? flavor. Oh, peach what, rings. Yeah, I do like that. So I think we'll both take our, our drinks now. Oh. Yeah, it does. I peach kind rings? Of a, maybe I've just incepted you too much as far as mm-hmm. saying peach rings, but that does seem to be kind of the... Yeah, I don't mind that. I think that's one of the better ones we've had. Yeah, I mean, it's still similar to maybe what we said about the Mountain Dew flavors. It's still Coca-Cola underneath, but... Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of cork, cork cola, cork, cork, cork cola, Coca Cola, huh? orange vanilla, which I think has largely been kind of phased out. I don't know if it was as popular as I liked it, but if they just like sold, they did sell some regular bottles, but I didn't find those until after I'd already bought like a mm. an eight or twelve pack or whatever of the baby cans. But yeah, I'd fuck with it if they did something real with this. This might be one I actually finished the entire can for. Well, it's also for a baby. It is It is a small one. I wish it was bigger. And you know what's else for babies? This podcast. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of goo-goo-gaga Goo-goo-gaga <laughs> babies. Well, as Jacob nurses the rest of that can there as a awful person, <laughs> the waveforms just look it's- like... Uh, <laughs> they look like the mark of the, the beast. Uh... Find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us, review us on there. Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Uh, follow us on Twitter, AWN Pod. For our good friend Dustin, who still, I believe, has a, a Mountain Dew maybe for us. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, it's not like. He, may, he maybe likes the Phineas and Ferbs. 
Actually, I think he Get does him like him a lot. So maybe, man, haven't made any plans or brought up anything. The first Dustin will probably hear about that is uh, listening to this podcast, because that's primarily how I communicate with Dustin. Never text. Only, only, uh, yeah, get on here, Dustin. Asymmetric, uh, long distance or asynchronous long distance, uh, whatever the fuck I'm saying. That's the Twitter account, youtube.com slash a whole new pod. Like, comment, subscribe on there. Comment. Remember, you need to comment or we're, we're, we're drinking carbonated beverages and trying down. to not burp is a really fun thing. And we'll end with a little bit of a special message Ooh. uh a congratulations to yeah samwise friend of the pod no enemy of the pod enemy of the pod <laughs> sometimes fan favorite sometimes also fan enemy <laughs> <laughs> sam our good friend sam and his wife recently had a baby girl yeah so he will never be on the pod again, probably, probably. but congratulations to them yeah just kidding fuck sam <laughs> fuck <Blazing>. <laughs> Reenactment of exactly what we saw. Sam Jackson's on screen now. We're going to narrate you guys through it. We're sitting in the theater. Yeah. Back of the theater. We're watching. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. talking to Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson says, My name is Nick motherfucking Fury. I'm here to talk to you about the motherfucking S.H.I.E.L.D. initiative. Avengers initiative. Oh, sorry. Avengers initiative. That's what we saw.